Today on the show, there are no undefeated teams left. The NFL is no longer, well, the 49ers are no longer spotless. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a bunch more stuff in the NFL. We're going to make some predictions for next week's action. And since we had no show last week, we are going to talk World Series and baseball postseason. All that coming up on the dial right now. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, do not touch that dial because this is the dial bringing you the very latest and greatest, almost said greatest and latest, that wouldn't be sacrilegious for me to say that because that's not how we do it here, very latest and greatest of both local and national sports and entertainment. My name is JP, your occasionally illustrious co-host with me. Back again. I'm back. He's back. He's back. I'm finally back. He's back. After two weeks. He was gone a couple weeks ago and I was gone last week, just decided not to do a show. We were tired. And uh, we're both back this week. So it's great. We're back. We're here to talk NFL, MLB, hockey, and basketball are in full swing as well. Disney Plus dropped today. All kinds of fun things going on. And we're probably going to talk about a bunch of it. And so it's just going to be a really great show. And as we always start with every week when Damien is here. Only when I'm here. Only when he's Only here. Only when I'm here. Which has been most weeks. But we're going to get into the local sports scores. The last we two weeks didn't happen. Last week didn't get to do it really. But, you know, local sports scores. High school football is in the playoffs right now. So why don't you uh, take us through that right now. There's a couple games. We start off with Apopka winning against Flagler. 44-25. That's a high scoring game. Dr. Phillips, of course, moving on. 28-7 against Leonard. Edgewater. 31-14 against uh, Crestview. Uh, Lake Nona loses to Riverview, 37-7. DeLand loses to Timber Creek, your boys, 22-21. So a close one. They, they won in the last like minute of the game, too. The, they, yeah, they won in the last minute of the game on a two-point conversion. That's insane. That's wild. They, they said, forget tying the game. We're going for it. And Wakaiva loses to... Fleming Island 28-14. Never heard of them. Fleming Island. Who is that? I, you're, you're asking the wrong person. I don't even know what is... Where, like, where, where are they even at? Is it Orlando, I'm guessing? I don't know. They're in Florida. It's That's an island somewhere. It's an island somewhere? Island... Fleming Island? I don't... Hey, all that matters, they won. They're, so they move on. I forgot who we were talking about. Fleming? Fleming Island and who? Who won? Fleming Island. Oh, they did. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point. Wait, who did they play? Who did they play? Uh, Flagler? No. No? No, they lost They uh, they lost to uh, someone else. Okay, never mind. Oh, Wakaiva. Wakaiva, okay. Cool. I'm out, of, I'm, I'm out of it, apparently. It's fine. It's okay. It's only like 10, 10 <laughs> in the morning. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. You have your coffee. Do I? Do? I do. Look at this. Get that. Just Great. get some more in you. Mm, mm, that'll wake you up a little bit. Mm. Okay. We're fine. You probably shouldn't have drank that. It's probably too much. Probably too much. <laughs> it's only like only one shot. It's fine. It's only one shot. It's fine. Just one. Don't do any more than one. Okay, cool. I'm gonna watch I'm gonna make sure you She's don't watch okay. I'm watching that intake. One sip at a time. One sip at a time. Oh my gosh. Oh man. 
All right, and that's our local sports scores for you. We're gonna get, we're gonna, we're gonna throw a little knuckleball, and we're gonna get right into from there. Gonna move right into the NFL scores, so that after that we can get into standouts and disappointments. Let's go. Damien thought I did a baseball joke. That would have been perfect. It would have. We could have been. Oh, Sorry. So- well, I mean, you can kick a knuckleball like in football, technically. Like you, like if it, you, the kickoff is weird. I Just guess. a knuckler. Like a squib kick, I a guess. Squib- <laughs> I mean, like, it's like better back than baseball. Back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. All right. So there was some very... There was a lot of... There was a lot. Really weird things happening in the NFL. Just keeps getting weirder and weirder. So, firstly, uh, the Raiders beat the Chargers 26 uh, to 24. Um, despite Philip Rivers having a, a, a moderate game, they were led by uh, 218 yards passing by Derek Carr and uh, 71 yards on the ground from the rookie, Mr. Josh Jacobs, who continues to be impressive and might. Uh, I think maybe near the end of the season, we'll kind of do a recap show of how every team's like draft picks like impacted their season. And I think so far the Raiders have proved to be one of those teams. Yeah, um, I mean they 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 better. Their couple of draft picks have really been helping them out. I mean they're five and four. They have a winning record for the first time in several years. Not gonna lie, so, Derek Carr has been fantastic. And Derek this year. Carr has been really has been really what they've what he's, they've needed him to be. He's answered sure. those critics that he had the yeah. beginning of the season. He has yeah. fourteen touchdowns, only four picks. That's, That's pretty good. Very good. And uh, the Raiders' defense was really good too. They intercepted uh, Philip Rivers three times. So that's that is that they're in serious um, playoff contentions the Raiders they could be especially with Tennessee and Kansas City going the way it did Tennessee 35 Kansas City 32 look so we talk all the time about Kansas City's just stellar offense and they're still they're still pretty good they're six and four mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes had a, had a had a monster game 446 yards on uh, 36 completions and three touchdowns. There's literally nothing else and, he could have done. And look, Tyreek Hill ran for 157 yards and a touchdown. Or received, pardon me, receiving 157 yards. He didn't run really for anything, though. Anyway, but he had 150 yards re- uh, receiving. Wasn't enough to beat the Titans somehow because we talk about their offense all the time, right? The Chiefs offense. But uh, just their defense seems to be lacking. It's not um, there. It's not there. I've had conversations with other people about that, too. Ryan Tannehill was able to be very efficient. He was 13 of 19 for almost 200 yards. Uh, but if that's not bad enough, the the running game of Tennessee just just oh, Derek ate Henry. Kansas City up. I think you were telling me over the past couple of years, Kansas City has like the worst rushing defense of anybody the any team in the NFL. Anyone. Derrick Henry all over them for 188 yards. We'll get more into that a little later. Tampa Bay and Arizona. Look, t- Arizona, they've been losing more games than maybe you, you would like to see them win more games than you'd like to see them lose just because of Kyler Murray. Uh, they keep it close every game, though, and Kyler Murray puts in his fair share of work through for 324 yards and three touchdowns and an interception and a 27-30 loss against Tampa Bay. Jameis Winston uh, also for over 350 yards. Um, well, just about 50 attempts, though. Yeah, both quarterbacks threw a whole lot in that game. And really what it comes down to, um, and that came is third down efficiency. Tampa Bay had 46% on third down compared to Arizona's 10. So Arizona just needs to look to kind of pick up that third down a little more. And they also got highly, highly outpossessed by Tampa Bay, 36 minutes to 23, almost 24 minutes on that department. Uh, it's a battle in New York, also a battle, a MetLife battle. Uh, the Jets and the Giants playing. 
Uh, only separated by a score, 30, uh, 34 to 27, the final score. Jets over the Giants. Um, Daniel Jones had a good game. Daniel Jones had a good game, four touchdowns. Finally, just, no picks. Finally, no picks, which is a really good place for him to be. Again, this is a, this is one of those years for the Giants where it's going to be kind of weird. They're probably going to win a couple more games Maybe, just because yeah. their schedule's not the worst in the world, I don't think. But um, as long as they keep having games where Daniel Jones plays well, Fans are going to have to be okay if they still don't win. It'll be kind of disappointing, but the main thing that you want to see right now is just Daniel Jones performing well, playing well, and he did that. Uh, he was efficient, 26 of 40 for over 300 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, just the rushing game was not there, nope. and the distinction there. Uh, Sam Darnold played pretty well, but that again, that distinction uh, comes in the defense uh uh, the Giants, uh, Daniel Jones was sacked six times. Yeah. And uh, Giants lost two fumbles. Uh, the Giants were more efficient on third down, which is interesting to note. And the time of possession was only separated by about a minute and a half. Uh, but just those turnovers and the sacks need to be toned down. Here's a game I want you to tell us a little bit about, uh, Damien, is Baltimore and Cincinnati. Baltimore 49, Cincinnati 13. We. We are we're big Lamar fans oh my here God. on this show, and it just keeps it just keeps. He just proves why he's. I think he's MVP this year. Just insane game. That run he had. It's like forty some yards, right? It was like forty some yards. He juked pretty much the whole team. Yeah. Oh my, like everybody. I mean, okay, yes, it was the Bengals who are zero and nine right now, but to, it's still they're still diff, like. Sure, they're not going to put up any fight against you, but you still have to put it up there. To do to do things like that against any team is impressive. Is impressive. Also, but, but Lamar Jackson, what? He only threw 15 times, 223 uh, yards, three touchdowns, like and seven yards rushing or seven attempts, 65 yards. That's a fantastic game. And then of course they have. That's an, that's an almost 15-yard per throw. Per throw. Average right there. Yeah. Only two incompletions. So he had Baltimore going there. That's efficiency. Love, love, love to see efficiency. Yeah, Super Also, Bowl just to speak to the amount of talent they have on that team, there was a play in which Lamar Jackson, Robert Griffin III, and Mark Ingram all lined oh. up in one formation. All three of those guys have won a Heisman Trophy. Heisman Trophy. trophy. That's and all three, all three of them touched the ball at some point in that drive. Yep. Well, uh, Mark Ingram didn't, but yeah. They're all there. Little Lamar to RG3 option pitch. That they was should, really, really I cool. I feel like they should use RG3 more like that. Yeah. Get some a little more versatility in there. Little little Taysom Hill type action. I mean, I don't, I don't Speaking know. Speaking of Taysom Hill, Saints, Did they, <sighs> they fall to Atlanta 26-9, to which is just really, really that weird. Was, yeah, that's unexpected. And it was a game where Matt Ryan didn't really play that well he threw 20 time pardon me threw 35 times and only 182 yards there was that rushing game two touchdowns and an interception well there wasn't even a whole lot of rushing going on I mean, uh, it, was, it went around it was okay i mean they they got they got over you know 120 yards rushing but not all from different guys drew Brees had a good game no no interceptions but also no touchdowns that's kind of the distinction right there they did not get their running game up. No. So that was kind of the distinction there. And but then they were you, definitely feeding it to Michael Thomas. 13 yeah. catches, 152 yards. And if you look at this, though, again, it's that third down efficiency. Yep. It's just so important. New Orleans only 25% on third down. And they also got out-possessed by three minutes, and Drew Brees got sacked six times. Yep. So um, 
yeah, just if you're going to let that happen, then you're you're probably not going to be winning a lot of games like that, which the Saints shouldn't really worry too much because that's just kind of a fluke game, yeah. uh, but still something to be considerate about. Now I'm moving on to the Browns and the Bills. Uh, <laughs> Damien's joking around saying the Browns are on that comeback train. I'm not sold on it. Uh, Baker had a good game and Nick Chubb rushed for 100 plus yards, but just... That still happens sometimes. That happens on other weeks, and the Browns still find a way to lose. So just just happened to be a game where yeah. they played well. Hey, I'm still hopeful that they can finish nine seven. Hopefully, maybe. The, maybe. Okay, so out of any NFL team, they have the easiest left schedule. If they, the only hard team they have left is the Ravens. That's it. And they blew out the Ravens the first time they played. I I don't know. I think. I don't know what's wrong with the Browns. But yeah, they, they better if they don't pull off. If they don't beat this, if they don't beat the Steelers and the Dolphins, that's a problem. And the Bengals, that's I, a problem. That's what I'm saying. I I think that Kitchens they will lose. I think they will lose to both the Cardinals and the Ravens. The Cardinals, really? I think so. I think it's gonna be a good fight. I think I've I've seen Kyler even in, in the Cardinals' losses this year. Yeah, I've seen Kyler Murray play better in those losses than I've seen Baker Mayfield play On the wins. in the entire season. No, there is right. something. There is something. I don't. And I and I wasn't on the K one train at the start of the season. Oh really? But now that I've seen him play, it's pretty remarkable oh, what yeah. he can do. Like especially the way he can For throw off his back foot and how small he is. Yeah, he's gonna be the the guy. He's gonna be the guy that Russell Wilson's kids watch and be like, "Yo, daddy, he reminds me of you." Mm. Basically. No, no. That's gonna. I can see that. So yeah, the Browns over the Bills, nineteen to sixteen. He just has to go to the Super Bowl in the second year, like Russell did. Maybe even win too. And he could. he could. Their team isn't that bad. There's a couple more pieces. And they need to win those close games. Like, they lost by three points this week. Yep. If they can start winning games like that, then it be a little better for them. So here's an interesting game. Uh, Bears and the Lions. Uh, Lions were without Matthew Stafford this week. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the Bears... Uh, they did, their- they did their job. I mean, Trubisky did his job. He threw three touchdowns, less than 200 yards. But, hey, if you throw three touchdowns, leading your team to a win, can't really complain about how many yards you get, I guess. And finally, Montgomery's getting his and touches. Montgomery's getting touches. He's got 17 carries for 60 yards on the ground. Uh, Allen Robinson, who, who's probably the best receiver on that team, oh, got 86, yep. 86 yards receiving. He's, he's just so tall. Uh, he's just so unique. He's very athletic. Uh, good, uh, good launch angle, good jumps. Uh, and Detroit, in, in terms of total yards, Detroit outplayed Chicago. But again, that defense stepped up, and that's like how should, yep. that's how Chicago is going to win games. You and I were talking earlier this morning when Chicago wins games when they score over 25 points, it's going to be because their defense creates opportunities to score yep. in opposing territory. Um, and uh, it's also going to be because Trubisky does his job and doesn't see pressure where there's not any pressure. Uh, and we'll talk about him a little more later. Um, this is kind of an interesting game. Miami beat Indianapolis, which I don't know how you do that. Um, <laughs> why is Miami trying to win? Uh, I don't, why did? Uh, well, then again, why did Jacoby Brissett not play? Is my question. Is he? Is he's, he? He's hurt. Is he hurt? He's hurt. He has. He has. I think. Uh, something to do with his knee. So we'll we'll let them off the hook for that one. Yeah. I guess. I mean, still, the team overall should have done better. Yeah. Uh, moving along now, Pittsburgh beat Los Angeles Rams. Look, Los Angeles, their team is okay, but I'm, I'm convinced more and more of Jared Goff's mediocrity 
with every game I see well, him play. They already paid him, so they have to. And unfortunately, they need to stick with them. They're stuck with him now, so you just gotta. It's kind of like. It, it's it's a it's it's like the Trubisky situation, just not as bad. Where it's, it's not like, like they're they kind don't of have the pieces around him either. Todd Gurley, right? Yeah, you know? like Woods and Everett, you, like they have the pieces. The seventeen ten final score in favor of Pittsburgh for that one. Uh, Kyle Allen finally lost the game, yep. probably only because they played against Green Bay, yeah, but and Aaron Rodgers. Um, and Aaron Rodgers, but uh, yeah, uh, he still threw for over 300 yards on uh, 28 completions. McCaffrey uh, Christian went McCaffrey off. ran over 100 yards on 20 carries. DJ uh, Moore with 120 yards. How about this? Aaron Rodgers did throw a touchdown. Yeah, he, it was more of Jones. Yeah, Aaron Jones, three touchdowns, 93 and yards. 93 yards. So Only that's pretty, pretty cool. We'll, we'll talk about him a little more later. Uh, and uh, finally, Minnesota over Dallas, 28 to 24. Look. If the Bears start getting really good, the NFC North is going to be really fun. Oh, yeah. In the next year or so. Oh, yeah. Again, it's going to depend on if someone can slap some sense into Trubisky and actually he just like magically gets good, which who knows if that's going to happen. Again, it also might be dependent on if Kirk Cousins can stay consistent like this. Because if Kirk Cousins, a couple things need to happen for the NFC North to be very interesting. Matt Stafford needs to continue to prove to us and for the Lions that. He's one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the league, which I think that he is because he's, yeah. he's really good. Maybe not the most, but he's one of the most. He does that. Kirk Cousins stays consistent. Trubisky learns how to throw a ball accurately because he has a lot of talent. He can run. He can throw out of the pocket. But in the pocket, he needs to learn how to be accurate. He can do that. And if the Green Bay defense can continue to play over the next year or two like they play, have been playing this year, if all division. four of those things happen, that's a tough division. the NFC North might be a tougher division than the NFC West will be when Kyler Murray starts getting good. Because yes. you, you already because you already have... You know, the Seahawks, you already have the 49ers have been playing really, really well this season. But again, everything is dependent on a bunch of things happening. And so, I was going to say, the Vikings have the, like, they have the pieces to have a great team. Their defense is not horrible. They have the Delvin Cook at running back. They have Diggs and Thielen at the receivers. And if Kirk Cousins just plays well like he normally does on good games, don't have those bad games up and downs, like, two, 250 yards, two touchdowns, that's a good game, you know? So if he stays like that, they that I think they're going to surprise teams this year. Let's see how far they can make it. Dalvin Cook uh, rushed for almost 100 yards and uh, and uh, had almost 90 yards receiving. So he almost we're talking about almost 200, gonna, 200 total yards for Dalvin Cook. He's I think he's the most, he's the best running back that people don't really talk about, like Zeke and... Saquon now, worth noting on Dallas side, Dak Prescott threw for almost 400 yards, and Amari Cooper had almost 150 yards receiving. So, the three, the top three, Elliott, Cooper, and Dak had a great game. They just, yeah, they just, I guess didn't get it done at the end. I guess not. I guess not. Anyway, those are your NFL scores uh, for Week 10, uh, and I just saw what up. Oh. You Seahawks. For, you we forgot completely the game forgot of, the game of the, the game of the, of the week. week, man. Jeez, Seahawks in San Francisco. We talked about this a little bit already at the very start of the show. Seahawks uh, end San Francisco's uh, undefeated streak. It's gone. Uh, it's absolutely gone now. San Francisco now eight and one. Seattle up to eight and two. 
Russell Wilson continues to be Mr. Clutch threw for over 230 yards. Uh, Chris Carson was there with the running game for them, almost 90 yards on the ground. Uh, DK Metcalf, 70 yards receiving. 49ers, Jimmy G had a good game also, 250 yards. Uh, and Debo Samuel had 112 yards receiving. Uh, just the running game. That was a fantastic the, the running, game. The running game that you expect to get off the ground for 49ers was not there. Uh, Tevin Coleman only rushed for 40 yards. Uh, and then the, uh, the big thing, big thing for that game was uh, both uh, was the third down efficiency slightly more in Seattle's favor um, both teams threw an interception both teams allowed five sacks so a pretty even game really just kind of came down to the wire at the end Seattle that, with the comeback a and game. great game absolute uh, absolutely great game and the uh, boot again You've talked about that division, man. Like in the next couple of years. I was gonna say, give if, give if, Arizona maybe if, another year. If the yeah, if, and that division's gonna if be hard. Kyler gets really good. Well, Kyler's are really really good. If his team gets really good, and then the uh, uh, the LA Rams figure out whatever's going on with Jared Goff. I don't know. That'll I feel like, be. A, I feel like out of those four teams. Maybe give it a year, and the crazy, Rams might be the, the worst ones good, open. Crazy good. But yeah, the Rams might be that one team that's just kind of mediocre in that division. And, but it's still going to be a tough division. And it could lead to like, you could have a winning record and not make the playoffs. And not make the that, playoffs. Which it could be, that's insane yep. to me. Yep. Because again, you only play your division rivals twice, twice. in a season. Yeah. Uh, so the NFL power rankings on ESPN just came out. This morning, uh, the Patriots are back up to number one. Of course. Uh, after the 49ers lost, they're moved down to number two. Baltimore is up by four and to number three, which I think is fantastic. Uh, according to ESPN, their most important game left uh, is this upcoming Sunday against the Texans. That should be a very, very good game. That's going to be Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson. That'll be very fun to watch. I love both those guys. Those are, two, those uh, are my two favorite quarterbacks. Lamar, Lamar Deshaun, and... Pat Mahomes are just going to be so fun to watch play oh my the gosh. next five to ten years. Uh, Seahawks, Seahawks are up in the number four, up by six, um, by six spots. Green Bay, should. Green Bay is up by seven spots oh, wow. and to five. New Orleans falls down to number six from being uh, number three. Vikings are up by nine spots in the seven. Texans oh, wow. are number eight. They stay even. Kansas City falls number uh, nine after losing to Tennessee. Uh, Cowboys, uh, the Cowboys are up. Um, Cowboys are up. I've been, hold on, I'm reading this wrong. Uh, pardon me. Minnesota's week 10 ranking was nine. Now they're okay. up to seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, I was Patriots were ranked 10. Four Niners were number one. Okay, sorry, I was, I was reading this wrong. Uh, the Rams, um, are down one spot to 11. Uh, Eagles are up to 12. Buffalo Bills stay even at 13. Colts are down 14. Steelers are up to 15. Uh, Carolina falls to 16 from 15. Oakland falls from uh, 17 to 16 despite winning just because yeah. how, how things get shifted. And that's yep. just no fault of their own, just how things got shifted around. Tennessee is up from 18, uh, up from 20 to 18. Uh, Chargers are up. Uh, Chargers st stay even at 19. Chicago's up one spot into the 20 spot. Lions fall after losing to Chicago down to 21. Jacksonville stays even at 22. I think they had a bye this mm -hmm. week. Yeah, they had a bye. Uh, Buccaneers up to 
23. Uh, the Cardinals down to 24. Browns up to 25. Broncos down to 26 from 24. The Falcons go up one spot after a surprise win. Miami up to 28 after a surprise win also. The Jets up to 29. And rounding things off, the Giants uh, number 30 and the Redskins number 31. And the Bengals number 32. They are 0 and 9. That is your score recap and your updated NFL power rankings, courtesy of NFL.com and ESPN.com. All right, so real quick before we get into our standouts and disappointments, as we always do, just want to remind you, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can send us an email at askthedialpodcast at gmail.com. Shoot us a comment, shoot us a concern, shoot us a question, let us know what you think on how we are doing. You can also get in touch with us on Facebook at The Dial Podcast, and very soon you'll be able to find us officially on Instagram and Twitter. We're already on there, just not really established yet, so keep your ears here uh, for a win that is more concrete. Also, as always, go and check out my buddy Parker Holmes' podcast, The Real Tech Hours, the show where he talks about tech during Real Tech Hours. Uh, probably just released a show yesterday. I'll have to go take a listen to that. Uh, let's see if I can find anything about that. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, no, he did not. Oh, yes, he did. Uh, yep, he released uh, released a show on. Oh, he released a little hot hot take mini mini episode on uh, Thursday about Disney Plus and uh, and Amazon. So go check out Parker Holmes Real Tech Hours wherever you listen to your podcast. And that is the housekeeping items and plugs for the day. All right, so let's get into the standouts and disappointments for today. All right. Also, I just want to say really quickly, yesterday was Veterans Day. So if we have any veterans who listen, anybody who knows a veteran, anybody who has a family member who served, we want to just thank you for your service. Uh, Even if you have not served and know somebody who have, uh, you have also sacrificed by uh, supporting them and praying for them and just being there for them. Uh, Because being a veteran, uh, especially a veteran who has seen uh, combat or been overseas, uh, that's no easy task. Um, It's very, very, uh, very, very crazy work that they do. Uh, over there and very 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 noble what they do to uh, to allow us the freedom we have here so if you see a veteran if you know a veteran just say thank you just get to know them and let them, let them tell you some stories because they got some fun stories to tell you I've, I've sat down with some vets and heard some some crazy stories uh, of times they've spent overseas you can really learn a lot if you sit down and listen so anyway let's get into our disappointments my first one is uh Arguably Kansas City, and I, and I think this is the first time that we've had that happen this yep. this year. Like they've never been disappointing this year. Uh, you can't really be disappointed in a team when they don't have like their star quarterback, right? So they lost a game or two without Mahomes, right? Yeah. Um, I they've been just surprising me because I thought they were gonna go like fourteen and two, two. this year. Yep. Like I thought they had that opportunity, but again. We've been shown that you can have the best offense in the league, which and you might, much you might arguably say that they do. Like I'll take, like you know, Tom Brady's great, but I'll take a Pat Mahomes over oh, him. Any at this day. point, I'll take because, Mahomes over anyone. Yeah, just because you know he's young, he has talent, he's ready to go. He's got, just, a, he's got a long career ahead of him. Using both sides of the ball. Yeah, but yeah, if your secondary is not, if your secondary and your special teams aren't on par as well, it's like. Having a great offense is 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 amazing. It's great, but it's not gonna nope. 
not going to do everything for you. And like um, I was saying, the last, I think it was like, what, 25 years I heard that they've allowed an average of 90 yards rushing for the other team in the second half. Yeah. Just the second half alone. That's, if you can't stop the run like they didn't do yesterday, you can see what's going to happen. You lose to Tennessee, which should have been, what, I guess an e- not an easy win, but like, I win for yourself. I mean, Tennessee's defense is no. Oh is no, no they're no, they're no, either. They're no slouch. I mean, um, Mahomes did all he could. He's like what? Yeah. Do he needed five hundred? And yards? when you have when you have a running back like Derrick Henry going up against a defense like that, that just is notorious for allowing rushing yards. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. not good. It's no, not. I good. mean, the, and the fact that Kansas City stayed with them for so long, was, yeah. maybe even considering that. You could look back on that and say that's that's impressive and speaks to how good Mahomes is. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie though, I will give credit to Tannehill too. He's three and one as a starter this Mm. year, and he's taking Mariota's job. Unfortunately for Mariota. Unfortunately, yeah. Kansas Kansas City though is like the opposite of Chicago. They have the best offense. Chicago is like Chicago is gonna win games because their defense creates opportunities. Kansas City is going to win games because they keep them in their offense yep. keeps them in the game when their defense is slouching. Yeah, literally. Um, so can you imagine if their defense is clutch and gets a couple stops, then that's when Kansas City can have those blowout games. And it's but, not like I just feel like they need like they need like a middle linebacker that's at least decent. Yeah. Although I will say, um, I will say this is interesting to note though. We talked about this. Each team only had one turnover. Yeah. It was a fumble. Neither quarterback threw an interception. And Tennessee allowed four sacks to Kansas mm-hmm. City only allowing two. So and Kansas City was more efficient on third down by twenty five full percent. Wow. And they also outpossessed Tennessee by like fifteen minutes. So okay. for Tennessee to to pull that off, that Tennessee ran a fewer plays. And they had more average yards per play, helped by I mean, it was like Derek their Henry. rushing yards. Yeah, yeah Derrick Henry's just insane. We'll get to him later. So yeah, just you yeah, if you can run the ball like that, you can do You can do whatever you want. You can do quite a lot. Um only have two more for you this week. First one is the Rams. Yeah. I mean uh, I I get I said this before, but I'm just continuously more convinced that they are at best a mediocre team and should not have gone to the Super Bowl last year. You think that was just like a fluke? No. Yeah. Yeah. They had a good team though. Last they year. did, and Jared Goff, Jared Goff played well, but the the, ma- the magic is in Sean McVay. Oh yeah, that's where the magic. The thing is. is though, they would you say it was a mistake drafting Goff? I don't know about that. Like I don't know enough about like Goff's college history to know like the like, reasons why they drafted him or whatever, but. It's just like you know something, something has to give. Like this is a this is a team that went to the Super Bowl last year on like a what a thirteen and three record, right? Yeah. And now they're five and four, and they're probably gonna lose a, a handful more games at least. Um, you know this this year. I mean, you just you take a look at their schedule, and. This week they did like for instance this week they play Chicago. Well, again Chicago has some questionable things going on on offense, mm-hmm. but you know last year they played. It'll be this is a Sunday night Sunday night football this year. This 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 Sunday will be Bears and Rams. So 
that's a, it's a rematch of uh, week 15 or 14 from last year. Yeah. That was a very defensive battle, and the Bears just really got to Jared Goff. So, um, I was going to say, too, that they took Jared Goff over, what's his name? Watson? No. no. Went. Went really. Wow. But yeah. then again, I'm not going to lie. When they took Wentz, no one really – they, I yeah. guess they thought it was kind of like a – that was too high for him. Interesting. Well, I mean, he proved them wrong, of course. Yeah. But there wasn't really a heavy draft class on quarterbacks yeah. that year. It the, was more like everything else. The Rams The Rams have three more games that I'm convinced they're going to lose. Um, they play the Ravens, not this week, but next week. Mm-hmm. They play the Seahawks two weeks after that, and they play the 49ers two weeks after that. And so if they lose all three of those games, uh, then the best that they can do is nine and seven, uh, which again is just kind of average a winning record, but it's just they still have, kind of a so good. So I will say this. The Rams do have good individual players. Yeah. Just not. Just maybe not that team chemistry you'd like to see. And so. Gurley hasn't been where he was last year. Nope. I don't know what's happened to Gurley, but I don't know. They, I guess this year is just a mediocre year for them. Yeah, I guess. it could be. It could be. And uh, um, finally, New Orleans. Disappointment? Uh, yeah. They didn't play though. Oh, New Orleans. I'm thinking... Yeah, New Orleans and Atlanta. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like that could have been a fluke game as well. It probably just, was. It's just the expectations for the Saints, they should have done way better than they yeah. did. They're still making playoffs, but... Yeah. Would you say it's something to worry about after this loss? Like, they should be worried about... Um. No, because Drew Brees was still Drew Brees. He just didn't throw any touchdowns. Yeah, and, I mean, you threw it to Michael Thomas. And crazy. Michael Thomas was still Michael Thomas. He only missed one pass uh, and caught 152 yards worth of stuff. So I guess their defense shouldn't have yeah. let them out that much. Again, like we talked about, like it's was all for that game. It was all about that third down efficiency and time possession. They just got outpossessed yeah. and outplayed on third down. And Drew Brees got sacked too much. Um, I'm just hoping they can pick it up for next week, though. If they better, if they win next week, then I guess they're back into their form. Yeah. Yeah. And next week, uh, next week they're playing uh, Tampa Bay. So they should win. They should. They should win that. They should. Yeah. But then again, like Winston has been okay. They have only like two games left where they should maybe have some kind of a problem. Which one? That's 49ers. Yep. They lost. And I don't know. I don't know about that. It'll be a harder game. That defense of the 49ers. It'll be a harder game. 49ers and Colts, I think, are the two games that are. Because the only other games they have the Panthers, uh, Buccaneers, and then Panthers and Falcons, and then 49ers, and then Colts, and then the Titans. They they should win at least. If anything, at most, they they lose two more. Win at least four of those those six games. Yeah. I would say at least they lose two more. They should. Now let's get into the fun stuff. Um, Pittsburgh has been interesting. They're surprising me. Yeah. After I saw when I thought Roethlisberger was down, I thought their season was gone. Yeah. Talk, talk, talk to me about Mason Rudolph for a little bit. Talk to me about him. What, what is I it? mean, Explain. at this, at this rate, the way that he's playing, I think they don't need to get another quarterback in the draft. That might just be the one after uh, Roethlisberger. He's been doing yeah. pretty well. For as well, he's exceeding my expectations. What he has thirteen hundred yards, eleven touchdowns, mm-hmm. four interceptions. That's not bad. That's not bad for he, you know first season. 
I mean, sure, his QBR is pretty down. It's 27th in the league out of the 30 other quarterbacks, I mean, you, you know? know. But if he's getting you the wins, why you move on from that, yeah. you know? And he's still super young, so maybe he's it's just how developing. I feel about Kyle Allen. I don't know how I feel about Kyle. My dude, he's he's playing better than Mason Rudolph. Okay, yes. He is. And so I, I mean, if you're gonna feel this way about Mason Rudolph, no, but not about right. Kyle Allen, you're like, right. It's because the only I don't reason, know. The only reason I say Kyle Allen no is because Mason Rudolph this is his first year starting. Mm. He didn't play at all last year. Yeah, true. He, he got drafted last year, but true. this is his first year like playing, playing. Yeah. Kyle Allen has been on multiple teams. Yeah. I I feel like Kyle Allen is more of a game manager where he just he can get you there, but is he your future? I mean, at this point, he's not he's not playing bad, but I don't know. Mason Rudolph, I like him a lot. Well, Steelers' next game is against the Browns this Thursday. We'll see how so that, that goes. Be interesting to see. Like that's one of those games that could go either way. It just depends on how Baker plays. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If Mason Rudolph does well in that game, could be a win know? for the Steelers. So and the. Pittsburgh, they won with no James Conner. Yeah, that's another good thing. He's out for, another, I think the, he might be out for the next week too. Another but good point. Another really good point. Um, and that just speaks how good the coach is too for Steelers. So Aaron Rodgers for Green Bay this week didn't throw any touchdowns, any touchdowns but they were helped by three rushing touchdowns and uh, by the other Aaron. By the other Aaron. Jones. Aaron Jones. 93 yards on the ground for an average of 7.2 yards per carry. That's uh, 13 the carries. It's almost yeah, it's almost 100, 100 yards. We've been talking we've been talking about Aaron Rodgers so much this year and talking about how the Packers defense has been kind of exceeding expectations this year. Like is the running game like one of those like underrated things for Green Bay? Yeah. Yes. It's just kind of like we don't because talk about Aaron it enough. Because Aaron Jones uh I think he's just blossoming this year. He has 11 touchdowns this year already. Pretty much halfway through, so he could probably get 20-something. 22, yeah. probably. Because we have, what, About six games left? Six games left. He'll About get five. What are they? This was, this, was, this was week 11. Well, they're eight and two, so they still have six games. Oh, because it's 17 weeks. Yeah. Yeah, right, and they right. got the bye week. That's right. But uh, he could probably average, what, 900 yards this year? Good. Probably Good. like 22 touchdowns. But how many does he have already right now? 589 yards, 11 touchdowns. Ooh. So, I, I would know. say he gets at least 800 yards. Yeah. And, and also least. the Packers, their defense, finally, Again. finally, yep. they got their defense around Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Staying in the NFC North now, uh, so Mitch, Mitch Trubisky, um, he had a good game. He's just so he's just so interesting. You think he's like Kirk Cousins? Like he will have those up and down uh, games. He's inconsistent. I will say that. Though. Last year he was more consistent than Kirk Cousins, though. No, I don't know what happened. I don't yeah. know where the drop off came. That's just. It's Maybe. one of those unexplainable things. Like he wasn't he wasn't in a in a horrible spot at the end of last year. There yeah, he wasn't he wasn't playing fantastically, but he had some good games, right? Yeah. There were so. It's like. I will say there are two games that the Bears maybe could have won this year. Yeah. The game against the Raiders in London because well even with that way they had Chase Daniel that game, but if their their defense just let him down one time too many in yep. that game and then their defense kind of let him down against the Chargers last week. 
So yeah. if they went, if they, it's kind of like the whole talk about Philadelphia. Like they would have two more wins if they had literally like hadn't dropped two passes. You know yeah, what I mean? I know. So it's like the Bears are four and five, but they could be six and three. Also, if their defense had done a better job. So again, when they win games their defense decisively, up. it's going to be because their defense plays well. And their defense should play well. Mm-hmm. And their defense will play well. So I really don't, you know, again, the Bears don't have, don't, the Bears don't have the easiest schedule the next couple games. Not the worst schedule, but it's not easy. I don't, I don't see a reason why they can't go maybe like nine and seven nine or and ten seven. and six, you know, at least have a winning record. I don't see a reason why they shouldn't. Because their mm-hmm. defense, on a normal day, their defense should play well enough for, for that to happen. The only problem is, is that your defense can play really good, but if they get you the ball back, your quarterback has to get you down the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. I mean, the, the, the look the the Bears the Bears have 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 like three games left that are going to be particularly difficult. Yeah, the Packers, the Chiefs, and the Vikings. You could say you could say maybe the Rams, maybe. Again, I think their defense is going to play better than Jared Goff can play. Oh yeah, in that game, the defense should be able to stop Jared Goff. So they have the Rams. They have the Rams, the Giants, the Lions. They do have to play the Cowboys after that. Honestly, but the only game I see them having trouble with is the Packers. You think they could beat the Chiefs? Their defense. With the deep, if the deep again, this is all provided the defense has a normal defense okay. day, so right? The Chiefs' defense is not there, yeah. So if Trubisky can exploit that, and you use the running game and use Montgomery and Cohen, yeah, you got mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But I don't know if your defense can stop Mahomes like they should. Yeah. Because you guys have one of the top what three defenses probably. if you look at it. Probably. Like yeah. overall, defense. probably New England, Chicago, and San Francisco. Yeah, that's in, in, that's in some order. That, right? Yeah, so in in that not particular order, but those three those teams. Those three. Those are the top defenses. Yeah. Look at your defense all around. You got Mac. You have uh, Clint Dix. No, he went to. No, no, he's still there. Yeah, he's he's there. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you have Clint Dix, like, and then Cal Fuller, and you have the team. Like overall, you have like no weaknesses in your defense. Except, except, yeah, their their team as a whole doesn't really have a soft spot except no. for. Trubisky's accuracy. Now, I would, I would honestly go out on a limb and say, like, he himself is not a soft spot. Like, no. it's his accuracy. You get him out the pocket, he can throw just fine. And it's like what you were but, saying. Do you think it's that he doesn't trust his offensive line? Like, you were saying that he scrambles a lot to throw. If he stays in the pocket does. and just stays there and just takes his time, he, he has the offensive line to protect them. To do that, yep. So if he stays there and just calms down, because he hasn't really gotten sacked a lot this year. That's what I'm saying. And he hasn't even really thrown a whole lot of interceptions either. Like he hasn't thrown a lot of touchdowns. Like he's one of the more underperforming quarterbacks in terms of touchdown output. But he hasn't thrown a lot of picks either. No. So he so, has. Yeah. So he has 1,400 yards, like no touchdowns. He has eight, which is not great. He has 1,400 yards. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That many? It's a lot of That's yard- surprising. He has 1400 yards but he only Wow. Has, yeah, for eight touchdowns, that's a lot. And he but and like you said, he only has three picks. Wow. He better but, That's good. From- but he's 31st in QBR. 
Well, because he has no, because he's only thrown eight touchdowns. Exactly. He's thrown fourteen hundred yards, which is great, and he's only three picks. If he, if he has thrown, if he throws, if he's thrown for over ten touchdowns, his QBR would be higher. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like he's gonna. He has a lot of work to do, the next seven games to really, uh, kind of pick up this pace, I guess. But yeah, he's only thrown three picks. This season, he hasn't played every game this season because he got, you know, his shoulder got hurt. Um, but yeah, but if he, again, we talked about it earlier. If someone can sit him down and just kind of give him a shake and say, "Look, just trust your offensive line, man. If you gotta dump it off, dump it off to dump it off to your running back. Yeah. But if you get that chance and you can perceive there's no pressure." He's like you've been telling me. He has let the it arm. go. Yeah, he, has, he has, the has the arm. And if you feel like you're gonna throw it farther then it's better to go past, you know, than to have it intercepted. So if you can do anything, if you're going to do anything, overthrow it. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to underthrow it. Nope. If you're going to do anything, overthrow it. Trust a guy like Taylor Gabriel to run for it. Trust a guy like Allen Robinson to jump for it and just and trust your yeah, O-line. Trust your O-line. Res- he has the good receivers too. He does. Just give him the ball. He does. Give, yeah. Yeah. So I would say that's the only excuse for Chicago at this point is the pretty much is Trubisky. Is the is Trubisky's I mean, accuracy? Yep. I wouldn't want to move on from him. It's still kind of early, I would say. But let's see how the rest of the season goes. Yeah. If they can, if they can get to like ten and six, yeah. Then because the Bears the Bears have gone to the Super Bowl with that regular season record. The only thing I wouldn't you know do. I mean? The so. only thing I wouldn't do is pay him as like. A top tier yeah. quarterback. If you pay him as a top tier quarterback, you made a mistake. Yeah. He's, then you definitely can't move on. Um, Lamar Jackson, he's just so good, man. He's just so good. He's just in a category of his own at this 15, point. Him and Russell Wilson. 15 of 17, 223 yards on 15 completions, three touchdowns, over 60 yards rushing, touchdown rushing. It's just like, how do you stop him? You can't. How do you stop? You, you don't. Because if you, you try don't. to if you try to cover his receivers, he's already halfway up the field by running. There. You, you drop. You, you know. You drop. You know. You, you drop everybody before to try to cover because he can't throw. And well, he'll just run. It, I mean, his he'll numbers run. for themselves. He has two thousand yards. He'll just run. Yeah. Two thousand yards, fifteen touchdowns. That's crazy. Absolutely insane. Numbers. Absolutely crazy. Um. Yeah, it'll be fun watching. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else we can say about him at this point, except for just like, man, he's just so good. He's just so good. Um, and his rushing's insane. He's like, a, he's yeah. literally a running back as a quarterback. Could be. He, I mean, his he himself mo- said, "Not bad for a running back." <laughs> I, t- I mean, this week definitely. Um, my biggest standout though this week is Tennessee as a whole, just to, to just to to hold it down at home against Kansas City. Um, Derrick Henry just running all over people, eight yards per carry for 188 yards and two touchdowns. Ryan Tannehill being very efficient, 13 of 19 for two touchdowns. And you yeah, know, for him to only throw special, 19 times, that's not bad. Special teams coming in clutch with blocked field goals and all oh this, all this kind of stuff. Really good game. Like that was probably my favorite game to watch the recap of, just because it went back and forth and it was exciting. And Kansas City's uh, fans traveled well, so there was a lot of noise in the stadium as a whole. So it's just really, really, really cool uh, to watch. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to get into talking some MLB offseason as well as a little bit of post-World Series analysis. 
some managerial moves have happened in the past week or so. We're getting that a little bit. And also, before we go, we're going to maybe chat about Disney Plus a little bit. So stick around. We'll be back very shortly.
Oh man, sorry if you caught caught some bits of us laughing because we were uh, talking about Ryan Reynolds, right? Maybe, maybe Ryan Reynolds. Maybe. maybe. Okay, sorry, we got distracted while we were on break. Anyway, so we're back. We're back to it now, though. And uh, yeah, so basically, uh, what happened in the couple of weeks that we did not have a show is hockey got in the full swing is great i'm enjoying watching my uh my predators play and uh I don't, i'm not even sure what their record is right now i think they're like top five in their conference, conference or something like that uh they play vancouver tonight um yeah they are they're third they're third in uh third in the central division of the western conference they're Nine, five, and three. They have 20, 21 points, so that's good enough for like top top six or seven in that conference. So they'd make they'd make the playoffs. With the, much too early to be talking about that. The Rocky. Um, speaking of playoffs, baseball playoffs just ended, namely the World Series. Washington has emerged victorious. The city is buzzing, uh, as it always is. Well, the city's always buzzing because politics and. But politics are boring. And uh, baseball is exciting, though, mm-hmm. for some people, including myself. And it's just really cool to see them win because uh, they've never won before. Yep. Um, really cool to see Ryan Zimmerman win a World Series, Mr. Nationals himself, right. uh, being like the only player left on that team from pretty, the, pretty the, the very original draft, right? And he stuck with them for like the longest time. And now they have finally won a World Series. And he was. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, yeah, Max Serger was super happy. Like, I'm sure Strasburg was super happy. I don't think like anybody like inside is like happier than Ryan Zimmerman. Oh, though. if there is, that's like if there's any happy. happiest person on that team, like it would be him because I like, guess he's seen it all. I'm so there. like I'm so happy for him though. Yeah, it's he, really cool. It worked out for him at the end. You absolutely love to see it. Oh yeah, you absolutely love to see it. But with baseball ending um, for the season, this leaves kind of a lot of. A lot of off-season questions because there's there's already been some really interesting things, um, really interesting things happening. For instance, we've had um, a lot of managers come and go places, like we talked about already on the show. Joe Madden going to the Angels. Yep. Um, speaking of another Joe, Joe Girardi's with the Phillies now, which we'll talk about because I'm not really sure how that's going to work out. Um, yeah, I'm. Coming, I don't know. Let's see how that one goes. Uh, Actually, he didn't. I'm not sure if it's concrete. Uh, let me see. 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 Uh, I was just talking about yeah. So Joe Girardi is is officially with the Phillies as their manager now, and uh, he's working on putting together his his uh, his associate coaching coaching staff. All his people below him. Uh, David Ross has secured the job with the Cubs, which is very interesting. And I, I actually like more than most people do. Um, there are a few things that would have to happen in my mind for that to be as effective as it could be. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that the older guys on that team are going to have any trouble like respecting him and like listening to him. I think what's going to be odd is like some of the younger guys on the team, yeah. like not just seeing him as like an uncle or like a, a, just a guy who recently stopped playing, but actually like as their manager. The thing is, I was like, I feel like sometimes that's not a bad thing either. Yeah. Like in a way, like he could relate with you because he literally won the world series with you guys. 
with most of them. Yeah. yeah so like, oh yeah, with most of them. But yeah. it's like I've been there with you guys. So now let's just do this again. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, me not playing, of course. But like, yeah. I think, and the thing is, he'll. He, I think, is th- they respect them. They respect them as a player, so they should respect them as a coach. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not gonna down, downplay him. Speaking of the Cubs, though, there's been a statement kind of from the front office by Theo Epstein that in terms of offseason moves, mm-hmm. no one is untouchable. So you better not. They better not get rid of there, certain players. There's there's certain players that they would be absolutely stupid to get rid of. Oh, I know. And I but, can say that because I am a Cubs fan myself. Uh, there are players that I don't think they will get rid of. There's no way they get rid of Rizzo. No. He's too productive. Neither would they get rid of Bryant. Uh, that's one of the people that they've been talked about. Are you serious? Yeah. There's been a prediction because that... Because think about this. If you, let's say you get draft picks, right? Are you going to get another Chris Bryant? Probably not, man. That's what, like, Probably it, not. It's very... Probably not. It's highly unlikely that there's, you will get another one. There's the, the big... Thing that I've heard is that between Mookie Betts, Chris Bryant, and Francisco Lindor, at least one of those guys is going to get traded. Oh, I know. It, that's I, that's what I've heard. That's so what I was start, oh, that's what I want to talk about too. Is which Mookie, I would I would Mookie Betts is going to the get one me. I could see is Mookie. Yep, because that's I've already one seen, I see. I've seen the Dodgers get played like in talks with him. I've seen that he go to what the Braves. Yeah. Maybe the Phillies if they get a good offer in for him. Yeah. I'm I'm already. Our season's already over. Um, the, the, according to ESPN, the Cubs are listed in terms of the NL Central. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they are listed with the best 2020 World Series odds. They're 14 to one uh, compared to I, the I, Brewers, who are 18 to one. Yeah, the Cardinals who are 20 to one. The Reds who are 40 to one, and the Pirates who are 150 to one. So for the Pirates and the Reds. Not as much hope. There's always hope, I think, um, but the Pirates needs need some work. The done only reason over I there. see the Cubs trading players is to get like salary, you know. Yeah, you know, there's one player that the the Cubs. So Nick Cassianos is a free agent. Mm-hmm. If they don't resign him, I don't know what they're doing over there yeah. because like this is a guy. Who loves that team? Like he mm-hmm. said himself, like he really cares about that team. His offensive production, like the fact that they didn't go further with his offensive production that he put out, yeah. is just such a surprise. Yeah. Um. So I, I think maybe you need to, if anything, instead of selling players, go get some. Yeah. Go like rebuild that team. Like you have the good foundation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's your pitching. Maybe you get, I don't know. You probably don't have the money for it. But I think one other thing, too, is kind of near the end of the season, Darvish had a breakthrough. Yeah, Do you no, know what I was, mean? He was getting good. He was getting better. So maybe uh, I think it was a little too little too late. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe um, this starts off next year like that. Hopefully. Hopefully for them. Yeah. Right? Uh, he has like 15 pitches he throws now. Mm-hmm. So I guess great. they were just like, we're going to unhinge him and he can just be free mm-hmm. to just be creative and do whatever the heck he wants to yeah. do. So I guess that might have been the secret for him. Yeah. Because um, he was great with, he was really good with the, the Rangers and the Dodgers. And then with something with the Cubs just wasn't clicking for him. Then they were like, all right, we're just going to take all hands off. He can just do experiment whatever. and be creative and boom, just something started happening. And he just absolutely, some of his pitches are just it's nasty. filthy, just it's nasty. stupid. Oh yeah. Um, so there's that. 
Uh, yeah, there's an article on ESPN.com. Uh, NL, NL Central offseason preview, Cardinals, Cubs, and Brewers all need a refresh, which I can agree with. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, it was just, I mean, it was a race right down to the end. I know. Uh, so there, you, you might have a clear-cut winner of that division at the end of the season next year. You might not. Uh, some people have just come out and said, you know, the Reds might just kind of sweep in and because near, near the end of the season they're playing really good baseball near the end of the season. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, so it's really you can't really count anybody out. Here's two interesting things. So Carlos Beltran is now the manager of the Mets. That surprised me, a little which bit. is interesting. Yeah. Um, but Joe Girardi and the Phillies. Joe Girardi is is a very interesting kind of manager where he's very like. He's very direct, I think. Mm-hmm. Seems very direct. I feel like he gets people in line. Yeah. Maybe that's what the Phillies need, though. Uh-huh. With the Bryce Especially Harper. Especially with Bryce Harper. I don't know. I thought the Mets should have got Joe Girardi, if anything. I was I was thinking the Cubs were going to get him. That was, that was another place. But I like the Ross signing. Yeah. I don't know if that was the second option. Maybe they were trying to go for Girardi. Well, look, David Ross came out. Like directly and said that he he thinks of the Cubs managing job as like the best job in baseball. So oh. if you're gonna say that and it's open, like I, you're getting, are you not gonna take you, him? Like no, that's the thing. Yeah, he's just like, hey, hire me. No, you, <laughs> All right then, cool. Yeah, you want cool. to World Series with us? I mean, you want to World Series with us? He's experienced. He knows those guys. Like, you know, I, I like that a little more than the Beltron. Yeah, I don't know how the Beltron um, thing is gonna work. Because at least Ross knows those knows those guys. I'm not sure about Bill. We don't know what happens behind the scenes. Like no, we don't know who no. Beltron meets with, you know. But uh, more baseball news. Uh, do we think Pete Alonso is going to be really good again next year? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because he won Rookie of the Year. Well, for the National with League. those home four forty home runs <laughs> yeah. as a rookie, that's insane. He beat uh, Judge on the yeah on the the record. Absolutely wild. Absolutely wild. That, that was a recent record, too. Yeah. I just don't know if he hits 40 again, but he'll definitely get in the 30s. Uh-huh. I think he's more, yeah, he's going to be fantastic. Yep. 53 home runs, 120 RBIs, and it's the seventh most for a rookie in the majors, um, and the most since Albert Pujols had 130 in 2001. Uh, this is had a he had a crazy good season. Oh, man. yeah. Really, really good they, season. They build, uh, they build a team around him, I hope. Yeah. 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 Just to see how Beltran works just out. For for the Mets though, you have to kind of wonder about like their pitching, like just how how reliable because the the Grom you don't have to worry about too much. But Syndergaard I think Cindergard is, is not bad. But they were talking about needs, trading him. He needs to have his command on point though. I know. They were talking about trading so, him. A, a trade deadline. Yeah. So we'll see if they do trade him again. But the thing about the baseball offseason is, is it, for me, it gets more and more interesting like every year yeah. for me to see like that sort of thing. Um, but again, it's just so it's just such an odd time because no one is really off the table. No, when it comes to moves, there are people who are not going to get traded. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, it's just so hard to say he's not going to get traded or he's not going to get traded or he is going to get traded. Um, so it's just kind of like well. You can say that, but then he goes and gets traded or mm-hmm. doesn't go and get traded. So what happens then? What happens now? Um, I think I think there would be there would be two two big mistakes in each league 
regarding specific teams. I think for the National League, there are two things that I'd be disappointed if it didn't happen. I think the Nationals need to re-sign Strasburg. And Rendon. Well, yeah, that's kind of like goes along with that. Yeah. They, they need to keep that team together. Yes. That's the big they thing. Need they need to keep, keep that team together. That's number one. Number two, the Cubs need to re-sign Castellanos. Oh, they need to. If they don't, good freaking luck. Yeah. Good freaking luck. Great. You have Hayward, you have Almora, you have Schwarber. That's a good that's a good outfield, right? But it's like the the man hit like 15 home runs in his first 25 games with you. Yeah. How are you not going to re-sign him? Like he was an RBI machine. Mm-hmm. How are you not going to re-sign that him? That's what is that's what you that's why you have lost you know, in the playoffs and mm-hmm. just before the playoffs these past several years because you have not been driving in runs and your bullpen can't do anything. Yeah. So those, are, the, those yeah. are my two things for the National League. For the American League, no one, no one should sign Garrett Cole. No one? No one. He's going to get re-signed, but no one should because the stuff that he was saying like after the World Series about like being disappointed and like being really ticked off. Especially the way that he said some stuff was yeah. just like flat out I didn't like it. So I already know where he's gonna go. What do you think? The Yankees? Yeah. Where else? The Yankees will get one the of the Dodgers, them. maybe. Maybe. But I heard like the Yankees will get either Strasburg or Cole. Guaranteed. That's what they that's just what they do. They just go for if, if I were in the Yankees shoes, I'd want Strasburg more. Of course, yeah. Of course. But I just don't know if Let's say the Nationals offer him the max. You're going to want to stay in the Nationals. Mm. But if the Nationals, for some reason, don't offer him the max, Mm -hmm. and the Yankees maybe offer him about the same amount of money, you're probably going to pick the Yankees, Mm. you know? And I'm going to be – the Yankees do this all the time. They'll just get the players they want by spending all the money they can. So we'll see how that goes. That's the other thing is the Yankees, like – they pretty much win by spending their money. I've had conversations with, there's a guy I talk to from my church about the Yankees all the time, and he talks specifically about Cashman so much, not going out and making the, the, the big purchases. Like He, he goes hasn't out, done it. He hasn't done it recently. He, hasn't, he doesn't go out and like go all in yeah. on winning right now. Like, it's all about building a team, like, for the future. The problem that I've heard about that is it's like the Dodgers. If you do that, you're going to be a team that gets in the postseason every year but can't can't win past the NLDS. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, what do you care more about? You know what I mean? Like, the Dodgers haven't won a World Series in, like, 40 years probably. So, uh and the Yankees, this is the first time in Yankees history where they haven't won a World Series in a decade. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what are you going to do? I don't know. <sighs> they used to give people a lot of money, like Jacoby Ellsbury. Mm-hmm. They, they paid him. Back when the Yankees were actually scary. Like, they have scary players, but they're not, I, they're not scary. Anymore. Uh, they have, like, like, you're scared they're going to do bombs. Now, like that, now that CeCe's Stan gone and, and Tanaka isn't pitching like he used to and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stan Stanton is made out of glass. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. and another thing, Judge strikes out way too much. He does. If he doesn't, yeah, okay. if, if he doesn't hit home runs, he's getting struck out. Yeah. So that but that's that's pretty standard for players like him, though. I guess. Yeah. In a way, I feel like nowadays players just try to hit home runs instead of getting on base. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. The Yankees will probably end up getting one of those players, Grum mm-hmm. or Strasburg. Yeah. 
If they don't, I mean, I'm happy, but <laughs> they won't be. Like, they, they, they won't fix their rotation. I, don't know. I think, yeah. Because, uh, what's his name? CC uh, retired. He's done. Yeah. He's done. So they need another quality st- uh, starting pitcher. Bold prediction. Hot take for AL East. Mm. Rays are going to win the AL East this upcoming year. That's Blake, a, Blake Snell's going to be the Cy Young again. Yeah, I don't. I'm not against that. And uh, they they surprised me this year. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So if they if yeah. they have the same foundation, I'm not against it. Yeah. You imagine you imagine how because their pitching is already underrated. Yeah. How you imagine how they'd be with a guy like Strasburg or Garrett Cole? Yikes, bro. Get Cole because I don't think I think Strasburg will resign. Cole, I think he's gonna leave. But Strasburg, get, yeah. If Strasburg resigns, it'll be because they offered him good money. They if they do not get Strasburg back, that's a mess. That's yeah, a mistake. Mistake by the Nationals. Keep you need to keep Strasburg and uh, Scherzer together. Mm-hmm. That's a great. They have great yeah. pitching. So can you have Strasburg, Scherzer, Corbin? That's what got them to the world. Yeah, the man. playoff, the, the pitching. So They're keep that pitching. Keep it. And why why change? Rendon and Juan Soto and and it's not like Strasburg's like thirty four. He's twenty. 7, 28? 26, 27. Yeah, I think, so yeah. like, keep that. I But I don't know. I say Nationals could make the World Series again. I mean, they have, they have a pretty complete team. That's what it's I'm saying. It's just, yeah. Again, baseball is one of those games where it's like, you just don't know. You never know anything. Like, if for all we, we know, the Pirates could win it. <laughs> that'd be the surprise of a lifetime. No, actually, Baltimore would. That would be a bigger that surprise. Well, Baltimore has the Ravens. They don't, they don't need to win the World Series. It's fine. No, it's really fine. Yeah, it's okay. Um, before we go here, I do want to briefly, briefly touch on some entertainment stuff. So yes. uh, today, this morning at midnight, uh, Disney Plus dropped. Yes, finally. So, yeah, it's been a while. Uh, for 7 bucks a month, basically, you can get yep. Disney Plus access to pretty much anything Disney's ever made. Anything. Like from Snow White to... Marvel. To Iron Man, to Narnia, to Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, to Hannah Montana, oh pretty much. Gosh. So just like their, they're like their whole vault is if they just put it on Disney Plus, and you can get like this bundle with Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus for like thirteen ninety nine a month, which is probably what I'm gonna do. Which is pretty good though. That's a pretty good, good price. deal. Um, what is it like four dollars for each one? Kind basically, of? Uh, like four something. Four twenty five. Like four twenty eight. Like four, almost. Almost five. Yeah. It's a, almost it's, almost five bucks a month for each one, basically. Yeah, which is really good. So that's still cheaper than what you'd just be paying for Disney Plus mm-hmm. by itself. I wanna I just wanna talk for literally five minutes about the state of Disney because oh. Disney has been acting capitalist as heck the past ten years. Buying Marvel, buying Fox, buying ESPN, Star buying Wars. Hulu, buying Star Wars. I mean, that's how they're able to do all this stuff with Disney Plus and this bundle and stuff. You know, they've been uh, increasing prices at their parks and their attractions. Um, they've been increasing the price of like merchandise and stuff. So, Disney's weird for me because I love what they make. And I'm not sure how I feel about their company, though. And I'm not really sure why, either. Just it's like they've been, they've they've done so much, and bought so much, and acquired so much, over the past several years. It's like. You you clearly have no problem making money 
And that's nice that you'd like to buy more things to make more money long term. Like you're already making billions upon billions upon billions of dollars every single year because of your egregious prices at your attractions. So what's the goal here, Bob Iger? What's the what's like? Are you trying to take over entertainment? I think that's like. Are you gonna buy Netflix too? Like, how is that gonna work? Like, when when do you look at Disney and say, okay? Your founder is rolling in his grave. Enough is enough. You've bought too much. You've expanded too much. Be content. Like, because, I mean, there are two companies, maybe three, who've been doing a lot of that sort of thing in the past five years, Disney, Google, and Amazon. Yeah. Disney is, like, foremost among them. Mm-hmm. And that's cool that they can do all this stuff with, like, Star Wars and Marvel and all this stuff. That's cool. But... Is there a point where you look at this whole thing, this their whole business model, and be like, "Is this is this overkill? Like, is I this mean, too much?" It kind of is, but I guess hand it to them; they could do whatever they want. I guess so. I mean, this is a capitalist society mm-hmm. thing. Buy whatever they like if the people they're buying agree to the terms, you know. And it's not like they're putting out like bad. They're not putting out like like I said like, what they put out I like. Yeah. And uh, me maybe even more than some people cuz like even like with some of the stuff they put out that like some people are like I don't like this like Last Jedi for instance like oh, yeah. I had like five problems with Last Jedi compared to most people who had like 105. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm one of those weird people that was like yeah there's like some weird stuff in there but like it doesn't didn't take away that much from the experience for me. So like yeah there's stuff they put out like I don't got a big problem with it. It just like their company I'm not sure like what their what what their long game is with all this stuff they're doing, because um, I don't I I I don't like it when it seems like one company it's, has that much control over everything. Like has and everything. It's, here in the states, like it's already bad. Like every news outlet here in the states is owned by six companies. Yeah, pretty much. For about fifty states, thousands of cities, all those news things are like owned by six different companies. Yeah, pretty so much. So it's just like. Just it just be a like we played at the beginning of the show another bites the dust right yeah. it's like it just be another another you know chain in the another link in the chain basically pretty much um, they don't want competition and there's going to be no competition because they have it so and that's the problem is without competition you can't have our society mm-hmm. like our like the American society like whether we like it or not like this. The economy is driven by competition and driven by everybody trying to one-up each other. But when that competition comes in the form of companies buying smaller companies... So the company doesn't even... What happens to your competition then when there's no companies left to buy because they've all been bought? So you got nothing to worry about, I guess. I don't know, man. It's just weird. They're doing a lot. They're doing a lot. And I say... uh, yeah, you would you would just hate to hear like there's some kind of weird like reason to do it. Yeah, which I don't I don't necessarily think that'd be the case. No, I don't. The the one percent of me that is a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> like deep down inside, <laughs> kind of like, wants that to be the case just so that I can make fun of them for it. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, as yeah, it is be interesting to see. Disney's one of those companies that has the potential to last a really, 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 really long oh, time. Yeah. 
And so you gotta, family, you gotta, and you gotta, you gotta know that they, they, they know that as well as anybody. Oh yeah. So and I was just, gonna say my family's huge on Disney. You just so gotta, they just love the fact. You that just gotta wonder, like, are they gonna keep increasing their attraction prices? Like, is the oh, price of their passes gonna go up? I hope. Not. Is their merchandise gonna go up even more? Are they gonna keep buying more companies? Because it's the only questions you ask because they're already making, you know, bank, bank money. So. Be interesting, very, very because interesting. They're adding a lot to the parks too, like yeah, the Star Wars are. part of it. They are. Maybe that's they why it's really increasing are. though, because of how much attractions they keep adding. Could to be, it. could be. They got what the Harry Potter one too, right? Or is that that's Universal? Universal. Universal. But again, like, uh, this is yeah. If you want to hear more about this sort of thing, you can go check out my buddy Parker Holmes podcast, Real Tech Hours, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you hear your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure he'll he'll go over more of that stuff in depth for you. We'll have him on the show here and there, and we'll talk tech, we'll talk entertainment oh, yeah. and uh, media, and all that fun stuff. Today's been a good day, good show. Back for the first time in a while, and uh, we're gonna sign off here. And uh, we we thank you guys for listening. Uh, as always, we hope that you. Uh, enjoyed the show. Uh, as always, my name is JP, your occasionally illustrious co-host, joined as always by... Damien. And you may now touch that dial because we are done. We're done. Enjoy your day.